everyone. Welcome back to the If It Fits podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jessica Payne. And I'm your other host, Michelle Jane. How are you, Michelle? I'm good, thanks. Did you have a nice Easter? Yeah, it was really nice, actually. I had my first day off, apart from Christmas Day, since last July. So that was really wow. nice. And it was so sunny. I met my friend um, who I hadn't seen since before lockdown one. So I think the last time I saw her was September 2019, if I'm right. Um, and we went for a lovely walk up the mountain, which was lush. But not the best idea when you're trying to catch up with each other. Lots of gossip to catch up on. You're climbing up the side of a mountain. <laughs> we couldn't breathe. We had to keep stopping. We were like, oh my God, I'm dying. How about you? Did you have a nice Easter? Yeah, it was nice. I didn't really do a lot. Went for a few walks, um, had some chocolate, had some, I keep calling them croissants, and Phil's going to laugh when he listens to this, <laughs> hot cross buns, I keep calling them croissants. Um, yeah, it was nice, so obviously we had some time off, so um, sorry if you missed the podcast last week guys, we did decide, decide to, to take Easter off, Jessica enjoyed her day off, because we do usually record the podcast on a Sunday but we decided to take a day off didn't we Jess? Yeah we did <laughs> and it was loving lovely. Yeah it was fab so i um, just going to go into the podcast now so in today's podcast we are going to talk about habits so these are not just habits that we implement with our clients but things that we do daily that impact our results so sometimes we do things subconsciously that we don't realize that we're doing so we're just going to talk through, we've got quite a lot to go through. So the first one I'm going to kick off with, finishing off the kids' dinner. So we got a lot of mums and we Jess on our, yeah. on our teams. Um, and I think this is a common thing. So a lot of people obviously don't want to waste food. So if, um, see for this thing, is for existence who, existence? For existence. For instance, <laughs> see, for instance, you cut the kids' chicken nuggets, you do them five chicken nuggets, they only eat four. You're not going to throw that last chicken. I wouldn't throw that last chicken nugget away. <laughs> I'm trying to be good, I would. But you're going to eat that last chicken nugget. So my advice, if you know your kids are only going to eat four chicken nuggets, then only cook them four chicken nuggets. I mean, if, even if you cook them a smaller portion, they're not going to starve. If they eat all their dinner and they're still hungry, you know, give them a piece of fruit or a dessert or something. Um, so, yeah, I think it's quite common, isn't it, Jess? Finishing yeah, off definitely. The That's one of the main, um, on, my ch- on my forms when people sign up, I do ask, you know, what sort of bad habits do you have or any problems with nutrition? And this does come up quite a lot, you know, I, I can't stop picking up my kids' dinner. <laughs> and it's so normal. But like you just said, I think most people know roughly how much their kids usually would be able to eat so if you know that they can't eat that much just don't put that much in to, in to begin with but also you know if they do not eat it you just have to have that little bit of willpower and stop and think yeah. don't you or you know put it into your my fitness pal and i think once you start seeing it adding up oh i had the chicken nugget there oh i did this if you actually start recording it i think that'll um yeah that'll eventually help help you exactly if you don't want to throw that chicken nugget away just track it I mean, it's, it's roughly about 50 calories and if you're doing yeah. that once a day you know that's that's 350 calories a week that you're having just by fin- 
that's minimum just one chicken nugget if you have a couple yeah. of chips you finish off with beans as well that's the <laughs> it was a mini dinner but it, it does all add up so just be a bit mindful that if you are going to eat their last chicken nugget um just make sure that you track it because it does all add up yeah i remember my mother actually she never used to like eat dinner she used to pick everybody else's while she was cooking and then she'd end up with like a piece of bread with a couple of chips in it. <laughs> I'd be like, where should I, I didn't leave any dinner. I was a chubby kid. I would make sure every, every last bit of that dinner was gone. <laughs> well, she'd eat it while she was cooking it. And then she'd say, I'm not hungry anymore. Because I think we were all so fussy. We all had completely different foods. Well, I wasn't fussy, but my sister was. But that's a different story. <laughs> but yeah, she, I never remember her sitting down and actually eating dinner. She used to just have a sandwich, like a chip sandwich with tomato sauce or something. Which is nice, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Okay, second habit that we've got then is eating in front of the TV at night time. Now, this is absolutely fine. I love my nighttime snack in front of the TV, but it's those snacks that you haven't factored in or you haven't planned. And a lot of the time I find um, people get into the habit of, oh, you know, we're going to sit down and watch whatever our, whatever our favorite show is. And then you just happen to have I don't know, a tub of Pringles next to you or some Doritos or you might have a specific chocolate. And it's always that you get into a habit then of, oh, we're going to watch this and eat this. I don't know if you've come across that, Michelle, with your clients. Yeah, so I've got a client. So a client, she's just finished a fat loss phase and her calories got quite low. So I checked her, my fitness pal, just to give her some ideas on how she can crawl those calories. And I noticed every day she would eat a bag of quavers. So I said to her, I said, right, I said, those quavers, you can't possibly fancy a bag of quavers every day. Because you, you, you just don't, you just don't fancy the same thing every day. I said, I think it's a habit. She went, do you know what it is? She went, the kids go to bed. And once they go to bed, I watch my show and I eat a bag of quavers. She went, I've been doing it for so long now. that it's just kids in bed, show, bag of quavers. <laughs> That's it so is. funny. <laughs> it's just a habit now. Yeah. So so common definitely but it, there's nothing wrong with eating in front of the tv at night but try and make it a like a high protein snack make it something a bit more substantial i would say not just um you know not just sweet treats if it's every day of the week that's going to add up. yeah and like if you do like quavers then just have them every now and then you'll actually yeah. enjoy them more because if you have them every day then it's just a habit. You're not going to enjoy them. You don't really fancy them. Um, so I would personally, like Jess said, maybe go for something or have them like every other day. Then there's something to look forward to the next day if you can't yeah. go more than two days with a bag of quavers. But um, yeah, just try and mix it up. I think it's just the fact of just eating something in front of the TV. I mean, if you just have some like fruit and yogurt or um, yeah, you have your own. Yeah. What yeah, you every morning? night. I, I have my junk bowl, it came from my coach actually, Bex's junk bowl, but um, I have a, a total Greek yogurt with a pink lady apple, it has to be a pink lady apple, if, I do, if they don't have those then I go mental, <laughs> pink lady apple, granola and um, two squares of lint dark chocolate, a touch of sea salt flavour to be precise, That's but, nice. you know depending on my dieting phase the, the granola will change in you know quantity it might be a bit higher it's unfortunately going to be going a little bit lower now and probably disappearing altogether for a little bit but but yeah that's what that's what I like to eat so I'm getting a lot of protein you know it's really moorish it feels like a massive dessert every night but it's you know got a lot of goodness in there as well so nice yeah, that's what I have 
All right, what's next, Michelle? Next habit. Awesome. So the next one, so I won't say who this is, just in case she's listening. I don't want to embarrass her, but just go into like a shop. Um, So for example, I know someone who used to drop their kids off at school and they used to walk past Greg's on the way home. Now, every day on the way home, she used to buy a sausage roll. So I said to her, I said, you do that and buy a sausage roll every day. I said, like with the quavers, you, you can't fancy a sausage roll every day at half nine, quarter past nine, whatever it is, surely. I said, that is now a habit. You drop the kids off at school, you walk past Greg's and you buy a sausage roll. And I said, why didn't you walk a different way? I said, I bet you if you walk a different way and you don't see Greg's, you're not going to fancy that sausage roll because you've broken a habit now because you're walking a different way. Um, yeah, so I don't know if you had anyone the same who maybe walks past a certain shop and they've got to buy something. Not that I know of, to be honest. I'm just trying to think in my personal life if I know of anyone. But when I used to come home from school, actually, my dad used to pick me and my sister up. Obviously, this was a long time ago, but every single day without fail, it was like dad picked us up. We went to the shop, bought a bar of chocolate which I usually took home and melted in the microwave for 30 seconds and <laughs> ate it out of a bowl with a spoon. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that was just habit. You know, none of us needed chocolate every single day, but it was like, dad, let's just go and get some chocolate. And that was a little habit that we had gotten into. And that I guess my dad had gotten into doing with us then. So he'd end up taking chocolate home for him and my mother. So I think things like that are great, but stick to doing it once or twice a week so it does become a treat for you and the kids then so it's something to look forward to isn't it yeah exactly so same when you go to like a supermarket they got all chocolate by the supermarket now haven't they sometimes it is just a habit of of grabbing one or if you go to a certain shop you buy a certain thing so just maybe try and break that habit maybe go to a different shop or if it is the fact that you go to just for example like greg's and every time you walk past Greg's, you've got to buy like a donut. Then don't walk past there. Walk Maybe walk a different route. Even if it is longer when you're getting your steps in and you're breaking, it is just a habit. You're breaking the habit then of going in and buying that certain thing each day. Yeah, I really like that. And over, you know, the course of a couple of weeks, then you'll, you'll forget about it because, you know, habits building them up yeah. every single day. You'll just end up forgetting about it that you ever did it. So I really like the idea of uh, changing up the route. But there's another one coming up next, which is a big one. That's going to the petrol station and buying a chocolate bar or, you know, grabbing some snacks in the petrol station. I know so many people who do mm. this. They pay for their petrol, go in, come out with a bag of crisps, bar of chocolate, bottle of Lucasade, <laughs> get back in the car and then they just munching it as soon as they get in the car. I mean, I used to do that myself years ago. I don't anymore, but... Well, I don't now because I pay at the pump. I don't even go into the station. So if you are one of these people that goes in the station, perhaps try and stop and pay at the pump. And um, I think you used to do something, didn't you, Michelle? I used to purposely go to the petrol station because they used to do three chocolate bars for one pound 20. And I used to buy, instead of just buying one chocolate bar like a normal person, I would buy the three chocolate bars and I would eat the whole three chocolate bars on the way home. Oh my God. <laughs> and that then become a habit. And then if I was with Phil, so blaming him as well, but we would do it. So I would purposely go into the garage and buy the three for two or whatever it was, chocolate bars, and they'll share the three. So we'll have one each and then we'd share one between them. <laughs> and then we, do, we don't do it anymore. We play at the pump. But yeah, that playing at the pump habit. is winner, I think, because then you're just totally avoiding any temptation because 
I don't know why I feel like everybody does that every time you go to a petrol station people are walking out with a load of treats the only time I do that is on the way to the airport now when me and Ronnie stop and grab a load of goodies ready for the <laughs> airport journey and that's that's allowed then <laughs> that's allowed then yeah holiday mode yeah okay <laughs> all right next habit so next one is opening the fridge and taking things out. So you're making a cup of tea, make a cup of tea, you see something in the fridge. My habit was ham. Every time I make a cup of tea, I take a piece of ham. Oh my God, I, I ham do I love My mum used to go nuts when I was a kid. <laughs> That's a waste. If you want some ham, have a sandwich. But, but no, I'm then wasting two pieces of bread as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm eating less food by eating this piece of ham. But yeah, that was I used to do it when I was a kid. And then I was bought my own house. It was just a habit that I did all the time. But I just don't buy ham anymore. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, that is a big one for me as well. Ham is just... It's just there asking to be eaten. Oh, you roll it up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it up. Oh, well, actually, I used to work in, um, in Morrison's on the salad bar for years while I was, I think it was when I was in uni. And I worked on the salad bar and we made the pizzas. And we had to like wrap the pizzas in the cellophane or whatever, you know, covers them. So that was like a hot wrap thing. And me and my friend used to keep a lookout, me and my colleague, and we'd get a piece of ham each we put the cheese from the top of the pizza in, roll it up and heat it on that little thing and then eat it and go and sneak them down the side. And one of us would keep a lookout to see if any managers were coming. I loved that. But I actually had a terrible habit when I lived at home of going, I've got such a sweet tooth. When, when I was really young, this is now, obviously not now, but uh, I used to go into the kitchen and eat um, just a spoonful of sugar. <laughs> or three. I literally would just go in, lick a spoon, dip it in the sugar bag. So sorry to everyone who lived with me. <laughs> and lick all the sugar off. It's got COVID written all over that bag of sugar. I know. God, I wouldn't do that these days. No way. <laughs> but yeah, when I was little, I did used to do that. And I'd do it to the, um, the hot chocolate as well in the tubs. I'd lick the spoon, dig it in the hot chocolate and um, yeah, lick it all off. Love. <laughs> When I worked in McDonald's, I used to work when I was like 16, 17. I used to do the morning shift, like the six till two. And I used to love the breakfast. So when we switch it over um, from breakfast to selling burgers, we used to purposely cook a load of sausage meat at like 29 minutes past 10, knowing <laughs> that no one was really going to come in. So we'd, we'd be able to eat this sausage meat. <laughs> we'd be in the back mentioning this sausage meat because it was going to go in the bin anyway. Oh, amazing. amazing. Well, on that theme, actually, another habit that, well, I used to have, and obviously you, you as well, I'm sure many people. I don't know why, but you know, like when you move out of your parents' house, even now, like years and years later, Every time I go to my mother's house, I go straight to the kitchen and like open all the I go straight to the kitchen. I got grassed up by a 12 year old. Oh, <laughs> did you? <laughs> I do it because I don't buy biscuits or anything. And when I'm, you know, I'm not really being strict. If I go to my mum's house or my sister's, I go straight to the fridge because I don't have biscuits or crisps or anything in my house. I know they have. And I always used to get caught by my little niece. So I used to go like, shh. 
and I give her some too. Well, she grasped me. I think it was Christmas. Yeah, it was Christmas. So I walked out the kitchen. I was eating my brother's um, Maltesers, you know, out of the um, celebrations. Oh, yeah. So I was eating the Maltesers. My mum said, what are you eating? And my niece, she's stealing food again. She's been stealing food for years. Every time she comes <laughs> in and you're upstairs, she goes straight in the covers. Do you know how I know? Do you know how I know? Because she gives them to me too. It's like you little. Oh, no way. <laughs> little grass. <laughs> no way. Well, I do it at my parents' house as well, but my dad used to have like Kit Kat chunkies or something. I don't really grab them. But do you know what? They both did my uh, my plan last year and they don't have anything now. They don't have anything nice to pick on. It's all healthy <laughs> food. It's so boring when I go and look in their cupboards. <laughs> Which is a good thing for me, but I mean, I haven't really got a solution to this one. Just stop doing it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's not just like stealing from the cupboards. If I go and visit Phil's mum, for example, she comes out with a little plate of biscuits and it's yeah. all like posh. And you just feel like, you, all right, I don't like. have to have one. <laughs> but I do have at least one because I feel like I have to. You know, she made the effort to put them on a posh plate and everything. But then, yeah, nine times out of ten, I don't end up tracking it. I don't end up tracking that biscuit because it's not planned as a snack. It was not planned in my lunch or dinner. So it's, it just doesn't happen. It didn't it's happen. <laughs> if it didn't go in my fitness pal, it didn't happen. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> yeah, so just be a bit mindful when obviously you go visiting people and they offer you biscuits and cakes and stuff that track it. Yeah. Um, or politely decline. If you can't say no, just make sure you track it. Yeah yeah definitely just keep on track with everything and you can always say no I think that's people feel obliged to offer you things so you know just tell them you know it's fine just the tea is fine thank you no thanks yeah <laughs> so another one is something that I know Jess does <laughs> I do too is licking <laughs> the spoon you know when you because I I'm quite particular when I weigh my food. It has to be bang on. So if I'm doing like Biscoff and I'm having 10 grams and I'm pouring 11, I will spoon out that little bit. And sometimes I'll spoon it out to waste 10 grams and I'll lick the spoon. And I'm like, yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, depending on what stage I'm at, I've definitely uh, been guilty of this. I'm being a bit strict now, but I have gone through multiple phases where, you know, I'll put 15 grams. And exactly like you, I make sure it says 15 grams on the scale, but then I'll lick the spoon. But more often than not, there's around 10 to 15 grams left on the spoon. because I, <laughs> I proper dig into that thing. So I've just doubled it. And things like that are just absolutely lethal. You can, you can just consume so many more calories without realizing by doing things like that. So I am being good now and scraping it back into the jar. Or, you know, tr actually, lately, I've got really good at Every time I put the, whatever I'm weighing, yeah, it's exactly the amount that I need it. And I'm like, what is wrong with I me? I think you just do it so often, you can kind of get, just get to know, <laughs> can you? Yeah. Another thing is weighing it as well. So I personally tell my clients not to use like um, teaspoons, you know, for weighing. You know, yeah. when you, in my fitness part, it says like a teaspoonful of biscuit, oh, yeah. for example. yeah. That can be, I mean, how much does a teaspoon weigh? Do you know what I mean? Well, if it, if it was my teaspoon, it'd be 50 it'd be, grams. <laughs> it'd be hanging off, wouldn't it? So yeah. everyone's teaspoon is different. So weigh it in grams is, is the best way. Don't go by teaspoons. No, absolutely. I always weigh everything by grams because, yeah, that's the only way you're going to be getting it exact. 
Okay, next up then we've got um, drinking Coke and Pepsi or, you know, any any drinks like that. So many people have just got a habit now of just popping into the shop, getting a bottle of Coke, bottle of Pepsi, whatever it might be. Um, I know in work, for example, a lot of people in the office, they pop down to the shop just purely out of boredom, really, just to get a little break in the middle of the day and come back with a can of Pepsi, can of Coke. But it's always the full you know, the full sugar, full fat version usually. Um, so what all I recommend, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a, you know, a pop drink or what, what are they called? Pop? Soda? What are they called? Soda's American. <laughs> <laughs> you know, was on about this the other week. Um, someone called, my brother called it pop. That's and what I, was I call like, it. I well, we used to years ago, my brother said, do you want a can of pop? And I was like, a can of what? <laughs> I haven't heard that for ages. Yeah, that's what I call it, a bottle of pop. <laughs> <laughs> but then I feel like pop's lemonade. Anyway, I don't know, I digress. But basically, just swap for, you know, a zero sugar version, a Diet Coke, Coke Zero, Pepsi Max. Yeah. In fact, I, I, I much prefer, I much prefer Pepsi Max to normal Pepsi I much uh, prefer Diet Coke. Coke. Oh, I don't like Diet Coke. I, I love Coke Diet Zero. Coke. I love Diet Coke. Another thing as well that a lot of people drink is Red Bull. A lot of my clients would drink yeah. Red Bull. Um, they're obviously full of calories as well. So, um, and they do sugar-free versions now, Red Bull. Yeah, I thought they did. I don't like Red Bull, but I'm sure I've seen those. Monsters, I do the same way. I have a monster. Yeah, they do sugar-free, don't they? Yeah, I always make sure it's the zero sugar version so yeah it's not about you know you can't ever drink a bottle of pop or whatever it may be called (laughs) (laughs) just just you know swap swap for a bit of a healthier alternative that's not completely full of sugar basically yeah and you'll find that your taste buds will change as well so if you're someone that doesn't like the the zero version um and you just keep drinking it you'll get used to it like i swap from having a latte I always used to have a vanilla latte every day when I worked in my last job. And then when I was on prep, I couldn't have them. So I swapped to um, black coffee. I can't drink the a latte now. Ugh. Oh, Especially really? with vanilla syrup in it. Yeah, it's too sweet. Oh, yeah. yeah your taste buds do adapt over time, definitely. I never used to like Pepsi Max. I always preferred the full sugar version. But yeah, now that I've drunk that for... I say I've drunk that for years I hardly ever have them but you know what I mean I always opt for that and yeah I much prefer them now okay what's the next one next one obviously we're not really in offices at the minute but when we are in offices it's always usually someone's birthday Barbara on HR brings in a (laughs) box of celebrations every Um, day in my office literally uh, well, yeah, when I worked in HSBC, because I was a massive office, we used to have uh, people come around with, like, cakes and stuff. Um, yeah, on so, yeah, so treats in the office. So even if you have, like, a celebration, so each celebration is, more like, 40 calories, isn't it? So if you... Yeah, 40 or even 60, I can't remember now, I'm sure. Yeah, let's go in the middle, let's say 50. So each yeah. one is, say, 50 calories. Um, and just two of that, that's 100 calories. So if you're doing that, even just a couple of times a week, yeah, you know, it, it all adds up. And nobody really is eating one or two a day. You know what it's like? I, I used to do it in the past. You get it from your desk. Every time you walk past that box, you're going to dig in. You can end up having like six or seven in a day. But then you still go home and end up eating, you know, your normal dinner and doing whatever else you planned. You don't factor it in. So if you, 
if treats are in the office, then just factor them in. And I used to say to my friends, because everybody brings them in for birthdays, I'd be like, right, what are you going to be bringing in for your birthday? Let me know. Are you bringing something in? And mm-hmm. I'd plan it in advance in my fitness pal. In fact, in my fitness pal, my friend used to make um, these blondies and I've got the entire recipe. I made her send me the recipe. It's <laughs> probably a little bit extreme, but <laughs> I was being really strict at the time. So she sent me the recipe. Um, I said, how many pieces are you cutting it into? She was like 16. So I've got like one sixteenth of a blondine there. So I know how many calories it was. Nice. Obviously you can't do that for everyone's, but if you do eat a little cupcake or something, just go in and put, you know, Tesco cupcake or something like that. They're usually around three, 400 calories, you know, depending on the icing. So it's just about just being a bit more mindful. If you do have that treat, then don't eat, you know, the afternoon snacks or the evening snacks that you might have had planned, leave them off and replace it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Another thing in offices actually is um, a massive thing. Coffee machines. Now, I don't drink coffee myself. I absolutely hate it. But a girl I used to work with years ago, she couldn't figure out why she couldn't lose weight and she was doing X, Y, Z and was getting really annoyed about it. But she had a coffee machine actually on her desk or underneath her desk. And she had like, you'll understand all of this because you're a coffee drinker, but you know, like the coffee pods, I didn't even know. When I went over and looked at them, she would just drink those all day, every day. And we worked out that she was having about 1,200 calories, I think, off the top of my head, from coffee a day because they were like really milky and creamy ones. And I was just like, whoa, do you realize how many calories you're having? She was like, oh, my God, she didn't understand calories or anything like that. But when I explained it, she made a big swap and ended up like dropping dropping pounds by doing nothing else other than changing that little bit of coffee. And I think so many people love coffee and probably have those coffee machines and don't even consider tracking it. Yeah. Big offices. When I worked in HSBC, we had one that was free in the canteen. So you can go and have yeah. a, have a coffee or a hot chocolate. Uh, but I, I didn't really drink coffee at the time. I did have the odd hot chocolate, but I tried to go for options which was the better option. But um, that was still like 40, 50 calories. And I'd have like, sometimes I'd have two of them a day. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, they are a good alternative for at night time. Or, you know, if you're really craving something sugary at night, an options hot chocolate is a good thing to have because it fills you up as well. But, But yeah, if you're having a few of those throughout the day, every day, not factoring them in, it definitely all adds up. And again, then in line with, you know, in the office or even at home, people... If you are tracking calories, there's all of these things like um, with tea and coffee, there's the biscuits that often come out with them, as we just discussed, and then the sugar that you might be putting into your tea or coffee, and then the milk that you're using, and all of these things people tend not to factor in, or every time I have like a new group of clients, they always ask, do I need to track my milk? And I say, yes, you have to track everything that goes I had a client, and she wasn't losing, and the calories I had her on she she should have been losing she was like I don't understand you know I'm tracking I'm doing everything I was like right I'm not calling you a liar but you can't be tracking everything you, you just can't be I said there must be something that you're not tracking I said so I want you to track everything even put your water in put your squash in everything that you drink and then the week after she lost three pounds the week after that she lost three pounds I was like what are we doing differently it was in milk 
Uh, in an office. Hadn't been tracking it. I hadn't been tracking that. the milk. And it was something simple. And I was like, but yeah. She said, I drink them all day long. She said, because there's a few of us in the group, in the in the team, we're all taken in turn. She said, I can yeah. drink anything from like 12 to 15 cups a day. Wow. And if that's full fat milk, I mean, that's got so many calories in, in just a hundred mm. mil of milk. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's, it's around a hundred calories. You can get it out is. of the milk in a cup of tea, isn't it? I'm sure of it. I am. Um, I very rarely drink tea, to be honest. I'm not a big tea drinker, only on the odd occasion, but I put almond milk in mine, which I know normal tea drinkers say is disgusting. Oh no, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's like hotel tea. Oh, you only get those little cuttings of milk yeah. in hotel. That's what yeah. it tastes. That's what it tastes like. No, I like really weak um, tea with lots of sugar, but I don't use sugar. I use Candoral Sugarly, so I don't ever have sugar. Don't, have you tried that Candoral Sugarly? No, I don't have sugar or sweetener or anything. I can't. Oh, okay, I've got a massive like sweetener, so I always put a little bit on my oats, and if I ever have a cup of tea, it goes in that as well. And it's I like use sweetener. Um, I put a sweetener in my oats, but I don't have it in drinks. Oh, okay, it. it's like um, sugar granules. It is. So it's like granulated sugar. So you know, most um, most sweeteners are like powder, and they just go disgusting in tea, don't they? But this one is actually like the texture of sugar. It's really, oh, okay. really sweet. In fact, I find it's sweeter than sugar, but it's got zero calories. So that's a really good alternative. And Yeah, definitely. Especially if you're having a couple of cups of tea a day with like yeah. two sugars in it. It doesn't make your tea go gross. So that's my recommendation for that. But um, I can't think of any other habits. Did we come up with any others? I can't. I don't think we did. No, the, they were the main ones that, that people do or the main ones that, yeah. that I used to do or come up with um with clients but even if you just do two or three of them um in a week that's like a couple of hundred calories yeah. extra every week and can be the reason why you're not progressing so even something simple like a client who wasn't counting in milk i mean i would never think about counting my milk years ago when i first started no, no. um getting into fitness i wouldn't even think about it but because obviously I'm not eating it. You just don't think about it being in your tea. But something simple like that can be the difference if you're not progressing. So just think about everything you're consuming. So that goes into my fitness pile. Obviously, you don't have to put your water in. Um, but everything else I would. I even got my clients in a habit now of putting their like, Diet Coke in, their cans. Yeah. Just to get them used to just putting everything in um, to, to begin with. So, yeah, um, really yeah just... Yeah, because... Otherwise, people are never, I mean, and like we always say, you don't have to track religiously forever and always. But in this beginning phase and while you've got these goals that you want to meet until you get to where you want to be and just get to a maintaining phase, what, get me what gets measured gets managed, basically, doesn't it? So you can't manage yeah. it if you're not tracking it properly. So it's just about being religious. And, and I think it, it is a bit eye opening once you start adding all of that in, because I think even some diet drinks tend to have, you know, around 13 calories or something like that. They do have well, a low number of calories. actually calorie-free. So even like no. a can of Diet Coke has got a calorie in. Yeah. Even like coffee so, granules have got two calories in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So we don't count them really, like the no. coffee and the, and the Diet Coke, but they, they're not completely calorie-free. No, exactly. So I think just seeing all of that together, it can be really eye-opening and... And even if you are in your calories, it can often make you stop and actually look at your diet. You know, are you getting the best out of your diet? You sh could you be eating a little bit better, you know, more nutrient dense foods? 
Um, oh, another one actually is sauces. Even oh, yeah. I absolutely love ketchup. I will have ketchup on everything. And it absolutely killed me on prep when I had to cut it out towards the end. So I went for, you know, the, the zero calorie? Yeah. And if, even they are zero calorie, but there's actually calories in them. If you have enough of it, if you have like a big portion of like calorie free, it's not actually calorie free. Yeah. Yeah. Still has calories in it and obviously too much of that is not good for your, your gut anyway for um because of the all the chemicals and stuff in it but it, the zero calorie sources are a good alternative to the sources but if you're smashing loads of them just be aware that they will eventually add up to calories yeah yeah that's another good one my husband eats ketchup with them um, calories on ketchup with calories he eats ketchup with like most of his food I'm, i don't but i'm a big salt person i love salt so I put um, lots of salt on everything <laughs> just to make oh, it taste really nice. Another thing actually I've just thought of is um, protein bars, which is fine. I love a protein bar, but a lot of people think that just because something says protein that it's yeah. way better or it's not going to have many calories. And sometimes the protein version is worse than the version without the added protein in terms of calories yeah. and sugars and stuff like that. So just don't assume that just because things say protein, high protein or, you know, natural or fat free, that they're going to be a healthy alternative. Basically don't most protein bars, my favorite ones are around 220 calories. And I was in a habit of eating those every single day as an afternoon snack when I could have been getting, you know, much more out of that. So yeah, just get into a habit of having things like that as a treat and not just relying on them constantly, I would say. And yeah, another thing with um, the protein bars, sometimes you just fancy a try. I had a client, right, and she was being really, really good. She went, I really fancy a crunchy, but I don't want to have it until I reach my goal. It was sort of like a thing to reach for, and it was yeah. going on for weeks now, and she just... I trained her three times a week and she kept talking about this crunchy to the point I was going to go and buy a one so I told her the one day I said for God's sake just go and have that bloody crunchy again on my nerves <laughs> so she came back the next day and she went oh I bought her um, a protein bar instead and I was like right which one so I was on my fitness part I said pass me your phone I said that bar you had was 225 calories and probably cost you about £2.50 the crunchy you want is only 187 calories and probably cost you about 80p yeah I said okay it's got higher protein in it but you really felt in name that protein bar didn't do the job you still fancy that crunchy yeah exactly <laughs> yeah sometimes you just need to go with it and just get the normal version but you'll you'll realize that as you start tracking more and analyzing things more because you know a lot of my clients are like I've never looked at anything in the supermarket before I've never read the back of a product to see what's in it and now I'm looking at everything <laughs> it does open so, your eyes it does open your eyes definitely but I think all of these habits you know even if not every single one of them at least two or three I think most people are going to be able to relate with there so hopefully you've got some value and some some pointers and even if you haven't got some pointers hopefully it's made you stop and think oh yeah I do that oh god actually yeah that's me if you have thought okay. that then try and remember this podcast when you were uh, when you're next doing it and stop and think and just get it in your my fitness pal track it and start being a bit more mindful of it going forward and try and yeah. break the habit it is it is just a habit it's like every time I open the fridge you take a piece of ham I wasn't even hungry it was just yeah Oh, just the face, the face. I roll it up and eat piece. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, you could have eaten worse things, to be fair. But yeah, it all adds yeah. up, basically. Okay, exactly. Wow. Think that's it. So thanks, guys. I hope you have took some pointers from this. I know some of my clients do some of these. Um, and if you're not a client of ours, just be a bit mindful. And I hope you've got some pointers from it. And start tracking everything, please. <laughs> yes, track everything. If, you know, if you're working with us and you are on a flexible dieting plan, get it in track it <laughs> all right well hope you have a fab week michelle and looking forward to catching up with you next week yeah see you soon thanks for listening guys take care thanks all bye bye